This episode was previously recorded on April 24th of 2015. Jim and Aaron still have lunch every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern. Join club.baldmove.com to watch these lunches live in real time and get access to lots of other premium content. you set this up set it up yeah oh, set it uh, up. i gotta crack open a beer set up what we're gonna do or what we just did because whatever probably freaking whatever this was i was i was like leery of this i'm like she's he's gonna be traumatized <laughs> she's gonna be in a corner <laughs> sucking her thumb so for people who don't know and that's probably everybody that was a what do they call it it's not a hymn they don't really call them that they, it's, a song. it's just a song from the songbook believe it or not there is a big ass songbook of a hundred songs that oh, the witnesses have over, written. I and, think over 200 and that they sing week in and week out at their meetings. Uh, and that was one of them called we're Jehovah's witnesses. And it has a nice little audio. I, I found it on YouTube. It's got a nice little audio and video uh, presentation. I just realized I forgot to enable the Q and a app. Shit. Can we do that right now? I think so. I think so. What people need to do is hold on. The screen's gonna go gonna go dark for a minute, and then we're gonna we go pop out, re-enable it, and get back in. We got so flustered by this song that we I know, right? I forgot. Okay. All right, sorry. Hold, hold tight. If not, if not, then I don't know what we'll do. We'll post. Uh, well, no, we'll we'll go and uh, we'll add a part B video to this the site on baldmove.com, and we'll repost it to Patreon. So if we lose it, we'll be back in five minutes. And keep an eye out on your emails and on baldmove.com. Goddamn, got the checklist and everything. All right, be right back. Okay, everybody, uh, we're back, and the Q&A app is, in fact, not going to re-enable once we start this thing. So what we're going to do is we're going to stop this feed, uh, start a new one on baldmove.com. It'll be the same article. It'll just be um, it'll just be a second video. And, uh, yeah, go to baldmove.com. It'll take me about a minute to get this thing going, and then uh, refresh the article and join us back.
Sorry, this really fucked up our whole. See, you try, you get creative, you get creative, and this is what happens, man. I know, I know. We're just not prepared for it. I not good I, enough. I, uh, I, my sub, I subconsciously punish you for your attempt. We need a producer. Mm. That's what we need. All right, An engineer. Sorry, we'll be back with part two here in about two minutes. Okay, we're back. All right, we're back. And the Q and A app is working. Sorry about that. Damn it. Damn it, it really blunted the effect we're trying to go for. You're trying to go for. What are we doing today? Uh, well, we had an idea. Um, we're searching through, time, searching through your closet. A long time ago. Uh, today, the idea was to show off something we made four years ago. We had a lot of response. A lot of people really super interested in the whole segment we did on Scientology and cults. And uh, yeah. You know, something that Jim and I have spent a lot of time on. And in fact, one of the things we did when we first, um, this kind of started about the same time as the podcast started. Maybe um, a couple yeah. months after. I mean, this is like five years ago. Yeah, if it's the very first PAX East, that's when we did our first, our, well, we did our second podcast. Sure. During that time period. So, yeah. But we had this idea of like how... How do you rate, you know, we, we were very passionate, you know, I'd just gotten booted and, you know, Jim was still pretty raw about it. And we had some other friends that we were talking with and we thought how, what would be a good way to spread awareness about, uh, this cult, mm -hmm. especially on the internet, you know, like what, how can you grab people's attention? And we're also like really big in the magic gathering and other board games at the time. So our solution was to, uh, you got the, the shot of it. I got the shot. Yeah, I can. Yeah. I can definitely put the shot of it up. But All it's right. just a box. It's just a fucking box, <laughs> just, man. So far, it's just a box. This isn't that cool. What's in um, the box? Is it a game or isn't it a game? We created a game called the Society. We actually made this semi-professionally printed. We worked up the rules, and we wanted to simulate what it was, what it is to be like life as a Jehovah's Witness, in in a fun kind of way. And yeah. there's a lot of, a lot of kind of the spirit that we're trying to capture of like. Things at the Kingdom Hall can be kind of paranoid uh -huh. because there's so many arcane rules and so many things that don't make sense. Like I, for example, I couldn't wear a beard. Mm. Uh, I even though Jesus has a beard, even though Jesus has a beard, it's a I little weird. I couldn't wear a beard, and, and there's other things like you know we talked about not rate watching rated R movies, mm. but witnesses would sometimes watch rated R movies, and then it's like, oh, are you going to get found out? You can't masturbate. You can't vote. Can't accept blood transfusions. Oh, no. And there's a lot of this, um, you know, kind of paranoia. So we want, and, and there's a whole getting the threat of getting disfellowshipped. Mm -hmm. But there's also like, you know, people do, you know, kind of like the Sea Org, this, the witnesses have the pioneers. Yeah. Where you spend 90 plus hours a month. I think they've relaxed that requirement a bit, but you spend 90 hours a month knocking on doors and you have to turn in your time, keep track of all the mag, the, the literature you're placing, keep track of your, uh, number of Bible studies you have. Anyway, we have not opened this for four years at least. Yeah. And I thought about this for a long time, but we thought it'd be interesting <laughs> to go through and look at this is the society. This is like the the original concept. So yeah, we we went and we did box? some more uh, drafting after that and figured out okay we need to change some things. But this is what we originally came up with. And we're going to post all this online too. It was yeah. originally online. We're going to post it again. There's a, there's a, there's a rule book. Yeah. I think this might be a good thing for the vault. Oh, this would be a good the vault. VIP members. This would be a good yeah. vault. 
club members? I actually personally put this in the hands of uh, Jerry Holkins. He's the number two man at Penny Arcade. Uh, during one of their Q&A things, they allow people to take the mics, kind of like what we do with the Q&A stuff. And we... Uh, so they invite you know people up for like an hour long Q and A at all their events, and I I stood in line and I had a box printed and I actually gave it because because Jerry grew up in a fundamentalist Christian religion. I don't know exactly which one sounds like Church of God or something like that, hmm. and he had a lot of difficulties with his mother and parents and especially wanting to play Dungeons Dragons and all that. So I thought you'd <laughs> understand. Yeah, no. And I gave it to him. And nothing ever came from it, but um, yeah, it's got a rule book. It's well, got cards. It. It's a bad game. Like we went back and we looked at it, you know, while we were still trying to develop it afterward, and it was a bad game. Well, it's fun to play like the first couple times, but there's clearly some strategies that work and some clearly strategies that don't. Yeah. That when we started play testing, we realized that, and we haven't like revisited Dominion. this. Here, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna give you. Thanks, Dominion. Uh, for people who are only listening to this, uh, there's a link in the show notes to the video, so I would definitely suggest going and checking that out which also we haven't told this we're actually starting to record the audio of this so we're i don't know when but we're going to be releasing the audio of our lunches at some point in the future uh for popular uh, requests or pop yeah by popular request no uh first (laughs) i haven't seen these in ages i know they're great yeah uh first question um is uh from michael g he says good morning from seattle hey uh say hi to uh our friends out there Keep up the religious conversation. Very interesting. At some point, though, what kind of beer are you drinking, Aaron? I am drinking Sierra Nevada's new um, Pilsner called Nooner. And it's it's kind of like, uh, you know, your standard American-style Pilsner, only it's hoppy as hell. So look at this stuff. Um, <laughs> these are kind of like, let me, let me turn on the third camera Yeah, here. get that third camera. Let's do some of these things. All right, let me fold up the box. Boom. Look at this. Look at this card. This was at the height of uh, Charlie Sheen mania. Ooh, that's a horrible shot. Yeah, Can is it going to focus? Focus on there? Oh, I don't know. It was focusing. It's trying to desperately autofocus, it seems like. Come on. No. Mm-hmm. Why not? What is it focusing on? Ah, this sucks. Um, I wonder if the other cameras will focus better. They Let's might. Uh, show off the time cards. Do you have the time cards? I've got two here. Uh, actually, I think I've got all of them. Nope, that's not doing it either. Oh, that's better. Anyway, I'll I'll show them the, the art and then I'll read them the rules. Yeah, you can show them a time card because I don't have one. All right. So this is the time card, and it is what you use to keep track of your score. Now this is this is a witness would recognize the not this because this is a fictionalized version. But every month you have to turn in a time slip to the society, and when I say the society, I mean the Watchtower Bible and Tract Society of Pennsylvania, which is the legal holding corporation for all of the cult's worldly activities. But you'd have to fill out how many hours you worked, how many magazines you placed, all that stuff. And if you didn't, you'd be marked as inactive um, and frowned upon. No, you're regular. No real consequences, but. Put my, put my elder hat back on. If, if you did for a month, you were irregular. If you didn't turn in time for three months, you were inactive. And then you were kind of singled out for special counseling because they're, you know, why, why aren't you going out in service? Why aren't you telling about people about Jehovah? But the, 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 the concept of this game is that you have, um, what is what's the, it's, it's called spiritual. And what's the other one side? Uh, hum, 
human yes. <laughs> or humanity. Your spirituality and your humanity. Your spirit. So you got two two hit points essentially: your spirituality and your humanity. And they're in direct conflict most of the game. If, if one of the other hit zero, uh, you could be disfellowshipped. And uh-huh. a disfellowshipping was a round where the other players would actually accuse you of wrongdoing, and then you'd play a game of chance or skill to decide if you got disfellowshipped or not. If you got disfellowshipped, then you lose the game. The other people continue to play. But you could do yeah, things. Yeah, it always felt weird to me. Uh, and I don't know how you feel about this, but the idea we're going for is that progressing too far into this religion is a bad thing. That's that's kind of the idea we had in our head. Yes. And yet the game, in some ways, reflects the idea that that's the only way to win. That's I think the problem is the main problem was it was too easy to win being a very spiritual person, and that was not the vibe we were going for. I think. <sighs> Yes, but that I think it's interesting because I think implicitly, yes, it encourages you to play as a good witness, Mm -hmm. but it's horrifying the things that you have to do. It is. And, you know, as your spirituality goes up, your humanity goes down. And you're supposed to be thinking about that while you play the game. Indeed. And and the text on the cards helps with that. Right. Anyway, this one is uh, Bad Associations. It's got got Charlie Sheen. Um, And the card text says, you must have at least 10 humanity to play this card. The temptation to spend time with worldly friends can be strong. You and the target lose one spirituality and gain one humanity. So by hanging out with your worldly friends, you gain humanity but lose spirituality. The flavor text, bad associations spoil useful habits, 1 Corinthians 13.33. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of uh, Bible quotes in the flavor text. Um, this is There's a lot of stuff like about witness culture. Like this card is called Making Fine Progress. Which is a term you hear a lot as a witness. Witnesses shy away from saying someone is doing good or doing great, thinking that immodest. Gain one spirituality or one humanity. And then it's a quote from the Watchtower. A person who is studying the Bible with Jehovah's Witnesses and who is making fine spiritual progress is to be commended. Oh, God, making fine progress. <laughs> Let me see what others. Yeah, here's, here's another one um, that is kind of inside culture for witnesses. Uh, it's called Watchtower Comment. Uh, so you are encouraged during the Watchtower discussion where they go over the magazine, an article. That's actually a real shot from a Kingdom Hall. It is. Uh, And and by the way, this was never intended for sale. This is all marked as alpha. If we actually distributed distributed this, um, we would probably have come up with our, we were going to commission artwork, but this is just stuff we got from internet memes, essentially. Yeah, so the Watchtower comment is, you know, something, they, they encourage you to speak up, uh, and make comments during the thing. Like, I don't know, commentary on the the article that we're reading. Sure. Uh, so this one says, witnesses who do not regularly participate in the weekly Watchtower study are considered weak. Gain one spirituality. This is what, this is a good one. Independent research. Mm, it's bad. Cost it's bad. one spirituality to play. Reading material not published by society has shaken your faith and given you doubts. Counts as two cards played. Gain three humanity. And there's a quote from the site 607versus587.com, which is a former witness that his faith was shaken when he found out the whole chronology that the witnesses are founded on, the 1914 uh, thing, uh, was false. He says, I just, I just had to prove the 580C date wrong. After all, if I couldn't, it would have meant the governing body had got it wrong. Surely not. Ha ha. That's a good one. Uh, I like this one a lot. Convention work conflict. Oh, yes. You can see that guy eyeing you suspiciously. It's your boss. 
Yeah. Um, so you, you, you want time off of work for what? Yeah. It says your boss refuses to let you off for the summer convention of Jehovah's witnesses. Go anyway, lose two humanity and gain one spirituality or keep your job, lose one spirituality and gain one humanity. Ooh, and and this choice. is a card you play on someone. Yes. It's like so a moral you force dilemma them to choose. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, I think that one's really funny because that comes up a lot more often than you'd imagine. But every fucking convention, you have a skit where some dude had to trust in Jehovah <laughs> and get fired from his factory job uh-huh. because he wanted to go to the summer jam. Uh, speaking of, rated our movie. Ooh. Witnesses are de facto forbidden from watching movies that are rated R, though many do in private gain one humanity. Uh, if... I, I got this from some ex-Jehovah's Witness side, or I'm not sure. There's a quote is of Claver text. If we're going to make sure we're doing all things for God's glory, then we're definitely going to be selective in the types of movies you watch. And then, ironically, it's some Jehovah's Witness on the net with the handle of Jack Bauer. Watching, you're telling people not to watch radar movies, and you're watching 24. Yeah. That's some part-time spirituality. Uh, read that one. I really love that card. And you'll have to describe oh, the, the idea behind it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is so good. Demonic yard sale item. And this is the uh the tiki idol from the Brady Bunch, which would in real life freak Jehovah's Witnesses out. Jehovah's Witnesses, uh, this is a persistent artifact too. I don't know what the hell that meant. I think that means you stays you, on the you board had to pay something to effect. dismiss it. I mean, this yeah. is something you'd pay, play on somebody. Jehovah's Witnesses can be paranoid about possessed articles. You and Target lose two spirituality and gain two humanity. You must have a minimum of 10 humanity to play this card. The flavor text. My Jehovah's Witness cousin told me the story of buying a Smurf and then having a mysterious knocking on the door at night. As soon as the Smurf was disposed of, the knocking stopped. This is real shit that people would talk about. Yeah. I bought some book at a yard sale and I started hearing voices and it turns out this book was from some kind of a cult thing and I burned the book. And it wouldn't burn. I had to take it out and covered gas in a burn. And the voices cease. Like they fucking believe this shit. You can yeah, be possessed. My mom thought if you left a television on and you weren't in the room, that if the show started showing something like a cult, that it could uh, that it could affect her. I got screamed at for leaving a television on and leaving the room once for that reason, not for the electricity, not for you know the sake of the TV. The fact that like uh, poltergeists <laughs> could come on and our whole oh house get demonized. That's crazy. Uh, here's, a, here's a great one. Uh, double life. Mm. And it's a black, black and cat, white cat. cat. Wonder if I has evil twin. <laughs> the premise of being a Jehovah's Witness leads some to lead double lives. Swap spirituality and humanity totals. If resulting humanity is greater than spirituality, lose all hype to- What the hell is a hype? Oh, hypocrisy tokens. Hypocrisy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot. That's that what you- those... These Those these counters are for the green ones. Are. No, no, the black ones. The red ones are humanity. The blues are spiritual, and the black are hypocrisy. Anytime that you uh, couldn't defend, like if if you, I was a, a character high on humanity and you played a spiritual card on me and I couldn't dismiss it, I'd get a hypocrisy token because mm-hmm. I was living a double life, which comes into play during the judicial committee to see whether or not you've been disfellowshipped. Yes. Like the more hypocrisy tokens you have, the, harder, the worse you're going to do yeah. in the judicial committee. By the way, this is the the Jim Jones memorial card because I found it later. You're just living a double life the entire time. Oh. <laughs> Didn't even, fooled sure. even me. I love the picture on this one. It's not, you know, a particularly interesting card, I think, but internet porn, that is a, a really, good, <laughs> really good photo. <laughs> 
Oh my God. Uh, it says pornography viewing is a major cause of being excommunicated and divorced for witnesses. Lose one spirituality, gain one humanity. Uh, don't, don't dismiss your questions. I'm going to get to them here at the end. Um, and then the, the flavor text on this is a quote from the Watchtower 2006, uh, July 15th, page 31. It says, but not all viewing of pornography calls for a hearing before a judicial committee. Not all. Not all of it. No. Not all. You gotta, I mean, not if you're looking the pers- at this guy. What, what's, what's the brother's personal history? Sure. What's yeah. his wife think about it? Do, do they have buckets and clowns on their penis? There like, you go. Clownpenis.com. Is it actually pornography? We're getting geared up for the 6th Annual Summer Badass Fest. And while we're working on a slate of apex badass films to enjoy, we've got an early action-packed announcement to make. Just like last year, we're kicking off Badass Season with a live movie watch and podcast recording. We've rented out a theater for connoisseurs of action films and bald move fans that just want to have a great time. Unlike last year, this year's movie is top secret. Hush, hush. No hints... Except, it's incredibly badass. It stars an absolute icon of the genre. We're willing to bet most of you haven't seen it, and it's going to be an incredible viewing experience with a packed house of bald movers. Those of you who came to last year's screening of Total Recall know what a party it was. And those of you who didn't, (laughs) now's your chance to experience it. Meet me and Jim. Order some custom movie-themed drinks at the theater's full bar. Then watch us record the full podcast for the movie. We reserved the venue over twice the size as last year, but seating is still limited. It's happening Friday, 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 June 21st at 7 p.m. in our hometown of Cincinnati. Get full details and buy tickets at baldmove.com slash live. Cincinnati's actually a pretty great city to visit, and we've got lots of details for side adventures on our event page as well. The Reds are playing the Boston Red Sox in their fantastic Riverside Stadium. The thrills of Kings Island just minutes away. And I'll be leading a kayak trip down the scenic Little Miami River on Saturday. Again, get full details and get your tickets now on our Badass Fest 6 page at baldmove.com slash live live. Hey, it's time for another season of Why is Mr. Feeney a Car? The premise is simple. A Gen Xer and a millennial watch old 80s action TV to see what still works and what doesn't. In previous seasons, we've done podcasts for Knight Rider, Airwolf, MacGyver, A-Team, and more. However, this year we're doing a very special season of Feeney. We're going back and reviewing the very special episodes of 80s and 90s sitcoms. Come cringe along with us as Hollywood tries to warn our families of the dangers of underage smoking, drug abuse, alcoholism, eating disorders, and much more. We start out with the episode of Boy Meets World where a high school kid gets sucked into a cult. Worlds collide as the Mr. Feeney finally makes an appearance on Why is Mr. Feeney a Car? Join me and my buddy Jay each week for episodes full of nostalgia and secondhand embarrassment. And don't worry, a very special isn't your speed. We've also got some all-time classic Knight Rider episodes to close the season with. Find Why is Mr. Feeney a Car? each Wednesday on Bald Move Pulp starting April 3rd. Personal Bible study. 
I like I like this one. It's a glowing Bible. Mm-hmm. This is a persistent card too. Your fellow worshiper looks spiritually weak. Offer to study with them. Minimum ten spirituality to play. You and the target gain one spirituality and lose one human humanity. Mm-hmm. Would you like to have a personal home Bible study? Increase your knowledge in the Bible. Homepage Watchtower.org. Um, that's a real thing too. So like if you were an inactive or what was the other thing I said? Inactive, irregular. Mm-hmm. Uh, the elders would probably meet and assign a spiritually strong person in the congregation to study with you. Another thing that, cause I was a, a teenage witness. Um, a lot of things I got and a pioneer is, um, like if there was boys, like, Underage, God, this sounds so perverted. There was <laughs> underage boys in the congregation. Mm-hmm. I was assigned to give them special love and attention. Oh, no, I was asked oh. to study the Bible with them. Like if yeah, um, yeah, yeah. parents got divorced and the dad was no longer in the house, um, I was asked to study the Bible with them. Mom, you know, any anything like I was the go-to because I my dad was a Jehovah's Witness. I was quote unquote a fatherless boy, so I was I I don't know how many kids I was assigned to mentor. Yeah, there was a lot of that um, when you get into the field service as well. Yeah, yeah. You'll have one of the older witnesses kind of guiding you through that. How about this? Strip club. Yeah, baby. All right. You talk a friend into visiting a house of sin. You gain one humanity. Target gains one humanity and loses two spirituality. Dismisses target's spiritual sustenance cards, whatever the hell those are. This card requires a minimum of 10 humanity to play. <laughs> the flavor text is you can find me in the club bottle full of bub. Look, mommy, I got the X. If you're into taking drugs, <laughs> that's one of attributed the few that's to, not a witness attributed quote. to the, the great American poet 50 cent. Sure. Yep. Speaking of pioneers, this is a uh, image I found. Our dogs are fed on Jehovah's witnesses. Awesome. I don't know how many times my life is personally threatened at the door by some crazy, crazy Christian. Uh, it costs one humanity play. It persists. You've become a pioneer. Pioneers pledge 70 hours of preaching work per month and are looked up to by other witnesses. Gain one spirituality. Luke 10, t- uh, chapter 10, verse 2. The harvest is bountiful, but the workers are few. So get your ass out there. Yeah. All right. I've got one here, um, which helps you get out of the the uh, disfellowshipping. It's called repent. Ooh, yeah. True repentance, baby. Get a little, uh, I don't know if that's tied or what logo, but... I think we actually, that? I believe we came up with that ourselves. This is one of the few Repent, originals. Tough on sins. Uh, so let's play this card if you have been found guilty by a judicial committee. You repent and are not disfellowshipped. Also, it says this does not make the accusation false. I don't know what the false accusation stuff, what those rules were. I don't remember. Wasn't, uh, wasn't when you played like this card, for example. Uh, this card is called The Opposite Sex. Yeah. And it's a dude looking out from a cubicle at a pair of nice legs. I think this is an act like I would actually play this on you. If you were a spiritual person, I would yeah. play this on you and say, I'm accusing you of flirting with the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. Um, it says you allow a lusty oh, thought. That's to, right. You allow a lusty thought to dwell in your mind, lose one spirituality and gain one humanity. If your spirituality is greater than 10 or humanity is less than 10, lose two spirituality and gain two humanity instead. Matthew hmm. chapter five twenty eight. But I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. No, you're fucked. Mm. Adultery in the heart. Okay, here's a good one. Masturbation. I don't think you've done this one yet. I, I've actually done it several times. No, no. Not, not today. What I meant. Not, not what today. I meant. <laughs> My daily reset hasn't hasn't tripped yet. Uh, masturbation with the box of Kleenex is on, on that. I like that one. <laughs> it says, you have fallen prey to the filthy habit of self-abuse. Lose mm. one spirituality, gain one humanity. 
lose one humanity and draw a destiny of four or more to dismiss. So this one persists. Mm. It's it's there. You're constantly thinking about it. Oh yeah. And then the uh, once you the start down text, that path forever, it dominates your destiny. The flavor text is from what is col Colossians. Yeah, Colossians. Colossians three. Dead and therefore your body members. You still remember, God, this dude? Dead and therefore your body you members. Dot dot dot. As respects fornication. I was the shock troop of the cult. A little paraphrasing there. I, I got I got some extra special brainwashing. Uh, apparently so. Yeah. Uh, I just remember the big verses. You know. You know, God giving His only begotten Son. So John three sixteen, the Super Bowl verse, sure. Yeah, yeah, the verses that everyone knows. is that all of them. I thought, uh, I thought there was I mean, more. There are a couple others. I, there's a couple that I didn't really like. They're pump. not particularly funny. The shepherding call. Oh no, shepherding um, call. Do the shepherding uh, call. It's what's the image text? Great, that? great picture of a wolf in sheep's clothing. Literally, oh, yeah. Uh, and then it says so sh- elders call on spiritually weak ones to encourage them. Just describing what a shepherding call is. There, in practice, this is terrifying. You gain one spirituality, target gains one spirituality, and loses two humanity. Uh, dismisses target's permanence that gain humanity. Hmm. Minimum of 10 spirituality required to play. Then the shepherd, or the shepherding call uh, flavor text is from 1 Peter 5.2, be shepherds of God's flock that is among you, watching over it, not because you must, but because you want to, dot, dot, dot. So the background... And it of- could say because you want to get rich. I don't know. Yeah. But there's a dot there. Um. The the behind that a shepherding call is when two elders would call in your home, yeah, mostly announced, sometimes unannounced, and practice because this, you're not well, no, doing so well. You're supposed to get like everyone's supposed to get like two shepherding calls a year. It's supposed to be an upbuilding spiritual conversation. Elders are unpaid clergymen and they're lazy, uh, and what it ends up being is you got a shepherding call when you fucked up. You know, it's like yeah. hey, we'd like to build, we'd like to call and build like. I got this fellowship on the pretext of a shepherding call. It's been a while since we've uh, seen you. You want to catch up and see if there's anything we can do to help? Yeah, sure. Fine. Whatever, brothers. Come on over. We've heard that you've been fucking women. And we're starting a judicial committee. I mean, that's the worst case scenario for a judicial committee. But mostly it's like, we've heard you've been doing wrong. We're going to read some scriptures to make sure it's clear that you know you've done wrong. And you need to start doing right. Uh, there's another one. What about the blood transfusion? It's got a, yeah, that's, that's the other there. one I, rem- I, I remember. I, mean, I think there's one on voting. There's back, yeah, I don't. Backsliding has a funny image, but that's about it. Uh, lukewarm faith has a pretty funny image. It looks What's like, that? I don't know. Some lady who looks like Alanis Morissette uh, spitting out some water. Oh, sure. Witnesses prize zeal and conformity more than empathy or independent thought. And it has a whole bunch of like plus one, minus one stuff. Uh, which one are you looking for? Blood transfusion. Here you go. Boom. All right, blood transfusion. That this actually image, oops, this image was actually from. Uh, we called them blood cards, but it drove it drove the elders crazy because they're actually advanced medical directives. Yeah, and, and they're kind of the anti-blood card. <laughs> these were miniature legal documents that we kept in our wallet. Uh, that had it. You folded it over and it had a big no blood sign, like a medical advance thing. Yeah, in case of an accident. And it says in part, I direct that no blood transfusions be given to me under any circumstances, even if physicians deem it necessary to preserve my life or health. I will accept non-blood volume expanders such as dextrin, saline, or ringer solution, and other non-blood management. This legal directive is an exercise of my right to accept or refuse medical treatment in accord with my deeply held values and convictions. Keep in mind, I carried one of these things for years in my wallet. 
if I got a hmm. God damn, I'm getting choked. <laughs> I'm actually getting affected by this. Huh. Um yeah, it's, it's got a whole bunch of bullshit. This has been my religious stand for X years. I'm X years old. Uh it says you've been in a car accident and have lost a lot of blood. Your doctor says you must accept the transfusion or die. Refuse and lose to humanity or gain one spirituality or accept and gain one humanity and lose to spirituality. Target must choose one of these outcomes. Abstain from blood, Acts 15, uh, verse 2. Uh, just we, just two weeks ago, uh, I was noticing on jwsurvey.org, um, a young witness mother and her uh, baby died because uh, she had preeclampsia or something and they were losing her and she and her family refused to except blood transfusion and yeah she died man um i mean it literally kills people this these beliefs yeah um unnecessarily i don't know i I find it fairly disgusting yeah and again i just i it chills me like i haven't thought about this a long time but it chills me i used to carry that goddamn thing in my wallet like if i got in a car accident and i was unable to speak uh um, uh a decision because that's the thing they pass every year they pass these things out at the at the at the church at the mm-hmm. kingdom hall, and you had to sign them and have them witnessed by elders at that kingdom hall. Yeah. So if I, you know, something that was coerced, a decision I made at some random Thursday night, and it was coerced by two hundred witnesses into doing, could have been binding if I was unconscious, and it just been a rubber stamped, and I'd be dead and I'd be in some kind of fucking watchtower article a few years from now as a shining example of a Jehovah's mm-hmm. servant that's lost their life just right up there with all the other Christian martyrs. Yeah. Yeah. It's disgusting. But yeah, uh, um, there are many other cards that we don't have in this deck apparently, unless you have them over there like public talk and I do have public talk. Okay. I, some, of them, some of them, most are of them aren't of, interesting. Yeah. I have all of the graphics for these. I think what I'm going to do is post them to the vault. Um, to make the vault kind of more useful. We haven't done a whole lot with the vault lately, so. Yeah, we'll get all that stuff going up there. I'm going to turn to the questions. Yeah. Michael G says, how do Jehovah's Witnesses view other Christian sects? I grew up in a Protestant tradition in Southern Ohio, and it was taught that Jehovah's Witnesses was a cult. You were taught correctly, sir. Uh, so all other religion, not just Christians, Buddhists, Muslims, Jews are... Uh, fall into the um, Babylon the Great. And uh, there's a lot of uh, imagery and revelations that suggest Babylon is this whore that rides a seven-headed beast, wild beast, which the the, the witnesses consider to be the United Nations. And uh, it's all the, the world empire of false religion. They hate Catholics. Like Catholics are A number one whores. I'm not sure exactly why. It's probably... Because they're they, the most popular. Well, I think it's because they're a millennial religion that was conceived in the 1870s and people hated Catholics, man. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, they get some special hate. Um, and, uh, but yeah, no, they think that, uh, uh, that's the other thing. Like witnesses, if you ask a witness, what do you think is going to happen to Armageddon? Do you think only Jehovah's Witnesses will be saved? They'll say no. Mm-hmm. Because you are not, but but everything you believe once you get to be on inside suggests that if you correctly understand Bible prophecy, everyone that's not a Jehovah's Witness is fucked. Unless you're some kind of Aboriginal tribesman living on some island that's never been contacted, and you didn't have the opera. If you if a witness is knocked on your door and you slammed it in their face, you're fucked. You're fucked and you're dead. If yep. you haven't ever been witnessed to, or you're a baby or something like that, then there might be some edge cases. But everybody else is fucked. Yeah, I mean, they essentially view them all as false religions, and they, 
I mean, beside, you know, any kind of special hate that the major ones get, I, I don't know if you're, if you're caught reading literature from any other religion, that's a very, very bad thing. If you go to a, if you, if you're, you go to a wedding at yeah. a church, they, you can be tried for apostasy and interfaith and disfellowship just for setting a uh, foot in a church. Yeah. They really try to isolate you from any other teachings whatsoever. You put up Christmas lights, disfellowshipped. Like Is that true. Yes. Oh yes. Jesus. Like man. you can get out, you I mean, can repent never and never do it again, but yeah. Kid, right. But- Um, moving on, Dan G says, this is a hilarious, great idea for lunch with Jim Nairon. I'm glad you thought so. Yeah. Uh, he's also fresh, sign of nice haircuts, bro. Gotta love a fresh fade. (laughs) All right. It's gotta happen, right? Gotta, gotta, uh, cut. Uh, Mark G says, or sorry, Mark, Michael G says, this is hilarious. Where did you find or get those uh, made to look so professional? That has to be a great drinking game. It's a website called GameCrafter.com. Yeah. Uh, you go on there and you can, you know, we designed all the cards ourselves. In and then Photoshop. you just upload them. They print them all for you. They put them in a nice box. They can give you any kind of, like, game pieces that you need or want. They can yeah, like boards. Meeples, they can boards. do all sorts of stuff. Our buddy Eric uh, at Personal Arrogance made this uh, Flapjack Swedes. Yeah. Dangerous Critters or something. It was amazing. Uh, it was like awesome. It looked like production ready stuff. I hope he continues that because I actually think he can make some money on that. Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah. And there's a lot of services that. like it, but it's surprisingly cheap. Like this whole set was like five bucks to print. Yeah. And yeah, that, bad. that was like at the quantity, like one each. Like if you mm-hmm. go up to, if you, we wanted to have these professional, like next level, you know, like a you know card game like this, I compare it to Citadels, and that retails for like fifteen to twenty dollars. You could easily get this printed for like two, three bucks, mm-hmm. and that's a pretty fat profit margin. Um, Anthony Basish wants to know what exactly is wrong with voting in Jehovah's Witnesses. You're supposed to be no part of the world. And yeah, that includes being involved in politics in any way. Yes, and that includes uh, serving in the military. Uh, Jury yeah, you duty. Can't, you can't have government jobs. You can't work at the post office. You can't, you can't be a police officer because you, yeah. you can't carry a gun. Um, there's a lot of things. I mean, you're, you're not supposed to be a public servant um, in any capacity, right? I think so. Like, would define a public? Like, no. Like, any any kind of held office, no, you couldn't do that. Uh, wasn't Mike a postal like a delivery guy mike beebe yeah he's yeah. a post office he's a postal so worker. i guess you can work for the post office yeah you can work oh yeah you can work government jobs like a license branch or something like that how do they get away with that because you're not it's just a job man i don't i don't i it's just a job so, so is so is a treasurer i'll, I'll give or, you a better example brothers in rwanda mm-hmm. Uh, we're offered a chance to sign a card that says I am part of the official political body. It's just a card. You don't have to vote or anything. The guidance from the society was you can, it's a, it's a matter of your, uh, of universal sovereignty to Jehovah brothers. You can't sign that card. Thousands of witnesses in Rwanda were massacred that otherwise would not have been. And there are brutal stories in the yearbooks of Jehovah's witnesses about I mean, the graphic shit, like brothers getting their car testicles hooked up to car batteries and, you was know, tortured to death. Conference? I think this is it. Because I remember hearing about this. In Mexico, 
Yes. There was a, the exact same thing, political card. And that's like four, three, four years later. And the brothers arbitrarily, maybe as a result of seeing the atrocities they were responsible for, said, yeah, you can sign the card as long as you don't actually go to a voting booth and vote or attend party meetings or anything like that. Yeah. Meanwhile, all the people who had signed Ben Business Fellowship before weren't given any sure. kind of, uh, you know, whatever they weren't uh, made whole in any way no 50 years ago they were still disfellowship 50 years they were ago still wit- disconnected 50, from their whole family 50 years ago witnesses weren't allowed to take vaccinations yeah people that did were disfellowshipped they reversed that in the 60s i think and again it's not like the people who disfellowshipped were like made whole no and of course the people that died from infectious diseases and all that other things like you were you weren't allowed to do uh heart um organ transplants until the late 70s hmm. And even then, like some transplants such as heart or liver were de facto impossible because no, no surgeon would do it without blood. You want me to replace your heart or liver without being able to give you blood? It's difficult. Damn near, I mean, back in the day, damn near impossible. It's yeah, much yeah, yeah. easier. And that's one thing the witnesses like to hang their hat on. Like, we've advanced medical technology and... You know, not they haven't done that shit because you refuse blood transfusions. I think that's they've done that shit because it's important to do and it saves people's lives. Not not because you need the sure. special accommodation. Sure. <laughs> that's not part of it. Um, uh, she is geeky is getting in on the fun. Uh, I think this is the last of the witness topics and kind okay. of towards the end of lunch anyway. Uh, oh, yes. Demons everywhere. To this day, I still can't watch certain movies without the hair in the back of my neck standing up. Exorcism types, etc. And damn it, I like scary movies. Push through it. Uh, my girlfriend helped me because I was the same way. I was a giant horror pussy. Oh, yeah. I start like Walking Dead used to kill me because if you've never your whole life damn. seen a horror movie and that's you're crazy. a grown ass man, that's terrifying. Uh, I actually took on The Conjuring last year and paranormal activities like I'm starting to be like a uh, a horror boss yeah that first peril paranormal activity and even the second one but it's not it's kind of like pretty good it's kind of like riding a roller coaster as a little kid it's not pleasant the first few times but you learn to enjoy the experience yeah yeah um yeah it's a weird sensation enjoying being scared yeah but it's it's, something you get used to though yeah you start being aware of how they do it and the experiences and it's i used to watch horror movies i felt like i was in combat uh, and now I watch it, and it just you know it's it's a thrill ride. Yeah, you get desensitized to it, but I'm My talking about the ones them. that are legitimately scary, and like it's something so new that you haven't seen before, and they do it just oh, right like to paranorm- where you the first paranormal activity. Yeah, yeah, um, that's a weird idea for an entertaining sensation, right? Yeah, like being thrilled by something, uh, experiencing great joy. Those are all good feeling sensations. I don't totally understand the people who like being scared like not like watching horror movies because i watch horror movies but i'm very rarely scared by one it's the people who actually want to be frightened yeah oh like some of the and ga- feel dread and these horrible horrible things that no person ever wants to feel they're addicted to it some in some way like an adrenaline it's rush an experience junkie you know it's like why it do is. guys base jump or Oh, yeah. No. You know, free climb up sheer mountain cliffs. It's because you feel most alive. Also, it's a pretty good story. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I am still a big pussy about gains. Hmm. Like, I've tried Amnesia, The Dark Descent. That's I can't, a, a good I can't fucking do it, man. Not even broad daylight with a person sitting on me at the couch. Yeah, the first fear game in a couple spots got me. 
Yeah, like good. Doom Three is the scariest game I've ever played, and it's not that scary a game. Never played that. Uh, okay, moving on to Michael G says, "Thanks for the answers, guys. Time for a serious question: Skyline or Gold Star? Uh, so, which cinnamon cinnamon flavored meat water do you prefer, Jim? I've never had either. Cincinnati chili is the worst. I agree. I agree. <laughs> if I had to, I guess I'd go with Skyline because I think it's cheaper." Also, <laughs> okay. I can eat it for free at Kings Island with my like super gold plus Ooh. bass. Uh, so I've I've choked down a few chili dogs, but uh, now chili dogs might not be bad. Here's the thing, yeah, go but chili, go and get a can of Hormel chili with beans and shred up some uh, you know sharp sharp uh, cheddar cheese mm-hmm. and and boil some hot dogs and put on. That's fine. Chili dogs are fine. It's the the cinnamon flavored meat water of Cincinnati chili is yeah, that I just don't, I don't get like it. runny chili. It's, it's eating like the diarrhea version of dog food with cinnamon. So yeah, not a fan, <laughs> not, not a big fan. Uh, what else you guys got for us? Because we've got yet a podcast and I've got the, I didn't get the lore cast edited yet. So I got that the, the go as well. Ooh boy. Um, uh man i'm thinking like i played a bunch of destiny last night uh with a bunch of drunk people that was entertaining but i don't know if anybody cares <laughs> house of wolves is coming out excited about that oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh they did uh supposed to feed some new content in that they did and they've they i feel like that they really bungie's really listening to the players because they have eliminated and streamlined a lot of the grind and a lot of mistakes they made in the previous expansion they are uh, seem, I mean, I'm sure they'll make new mistakes, but they are completely reversing. Uh, they're eliminating a lot of the currencies and letting people change in a lot of currencies to streamline that stuff. So instead of having like 10 different things you got to keep track of to earn your way, you can convert the currencies from one to another and they've just like eliminated, it feels like half of them. So hmm. I'm pretty excited. And you can also upgrade all of your old weapons and uh, and gear to the new level, which they previously said they weren't going to let people do, but that's going to be. I'm, I don't I'm, see how they do that because, like, Magic the Gathering rotates shit out every two years because if not, the power creep would be insane. Yeah. I, I mean, they just de facto rotate them out because no one uses them because the cards suck. <laughs> but I guess this is the equivalent because everybody's stuff keeps going up. Like, if Magic the Gathering, instead of having 20 hit points, the next expansion you had 25. And you got eight cards. Like, I guess I could see that. So, like, five years, you might have 50 hit points and 20. You're just playing with your deck in your Yeah, and then you're just dropping. You're just throwing bombs at each other. I guess that could be an interesting mechanic. I'll tap 400 blue. Um, Oh, so, yeah, people are are asking about that. Uh, I think, again, I'm super impressed with all the reveals. The last few patches they've made to increase vault space and fix some of the long-standing bugs and make stuff easier um, is super cool. I'm using this app called Tower Ghost that allows you to move equipment from one character to another on your phone or your tablet. Uh, and I think it's available for iOS and Android. And it's it's, cool. it's it's been a game changer for me because that was a big, as a big suck having to go back to the tower, you know, swip your, swap your gear from Guardian to Guardian, log out, log back in, go to the... It was a, bun- it was a big grind. I mean, that's... You know, now it's like while I'm walking from the studio to my home, I can be like, yeah, I want to get my icebreaker and my black hammer and have all my armor set. And as soon as I get in, I turn on my PlayStation and I start playing. It's cool. So Diablo 3, huh? 
Yeah, yeah, I got a. I hate all those games. Eighty-six Paragon, uh, Barbarian. People who play will know what that means. A Paragon Barbarian, huh? No, is that no, like no, a Paladin no. Barbarian? The, the le- their Paragon levels. Oh, so like, like light you get levels? to seventy, and then yeah, it's basically light levels. Uh, if you were. What, what what triggers the paragon? Is it your armor? Just more experience. No. So what the hell? It's just is the levels difference? beyond seventy. I there is no difference. Like it doesn't make any sense why they well, wouldn't just let you level and level and level. I don't need the like Dungeons and Dragons had like you know a twenty level cap and then had heroic levels. But there, it's like why? Why not just add more levels? Yeah, they're exactly the them. same. I guess it's a marketing thing. Like if they I just guess. like, hey, now you can be level seventy. People are like, uh, but if you're like, you could be a level seventy paragon. It's like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, so I don't know. Been playing that. It's fun. It's not really fun. I've been watching TV in the background while I do that because it's just kind of a grind. Sure. Uh, I watched a couple more episodes of Daredevil. That Man, that's. I wish cool. I could passively. I wish I could passively enjoy Destiny because I've tried to listen to podcasts. And it goes great until like things get hairy. Yeah. And then like, you know, I, I emerge bloody and ammo spent from a battle and realize I haven't paid attention to the last three minutes of a podcast. And I've yet to find a podcast I can just passively listen to and not give a shit. Like maybe like a That's Joe Rogan would be good. Yeah. But like I don't know that you need to find one. Yeah. Uh she is geeky says she binge watched all of Game of Thrones. Really enjoy listening to your cast. So thanks for another I just I'm sorry that the first three years are gone. That's still a big bummer for me, but uh, I'm having a lot of fun with the spoiler stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm enjoying that podcast. It's if you're fun. a book reader, I, I encourage you to listen to the spoiler sections. It's a lot of fun. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Anthony Beseech says, I would like to commission another podcast, but I know you guys are a bit backed up. Should I wait for you to catch up, or should I just pull down the cash now? So... The argument for waiting to get catched up is we're probably six to eight weeks away from getting to your request. And that's assuming no hiccups in our schedule. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the argument for just putting down your money is at least we will get to your commission podcast in six to eight weeks. If we get another commission podcast, yeah. then, you know, like I, yeah, I don't we think... just got another one the other day, so... I don't think we live in growing. a world where we'll never catch up at this point because there's going to be some... I mean, we just got out of a four to five podcasts a week process. Yeah. Um, but we're, you know, we, we should have a podcast out maybe, no, definitely Monday mm-hmm. um, for the deer hunter. And then, you know, we'll probably get another one done next week and we might be able to knock out two the week, week after that. I don't, I don't really know, but I'm saying that there could be, instead of looking at six to eight weeks, if you wait, it could be 12 to 16 weeks before we get around it. But again, I mean, I can't make that, I can't make that decision for you. It's kind of like ordering a table from Geek Chic. You know, <laughs> you finally put, plunked down to $10,000 for the table and now wait a year because they're that backed up and making geek ta- tables. So uh, I don't think it's going to sure. be that bad, but that's that's the pros and cons is the way I see it. So um, Yeah, I mean, there's also some complications with, you know, subable going away and how do you do that? What's the best way? Do you have money in subable that you want to use? Like, Oh yeah. If you have money in subable, definitely wait because we are getting ever closer to the day where we can convert that stuff over to club ball move. Uh-huh. And then, you know, if you do the subable way, you just have to, you know, and we had some people do that like oh, our hundred dollars away. So I'll slam down a hundred dollar hammer and make it happen. That's fine. It's, it's just whatever. I just want, you know, I, 
I try to make sure everyone has as much information as they need to. And then the other thing is like, if you've got a birthday or something, or you're wanting to get this way for a special occasion, let us know. We might be able to jump and, you know, jump the queue for you. I hope everyone doesn't just start lying about that. Because but it'll cost you. We just charge another 50 bucks for it. <laughs> a rush fee? Yep. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so, yeah. It's an expediting fee. Yeah, I hope, I hope that uh, answers your question. All right. We got to get back to work, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll be back next week for another Lunch with Jim and Aaron. Should we go out with some Kingdom Ministries uh, sh- uh, songs? Why not? I think so. Do I still have it? Do I still have it queued? That's the, the big question. Yeah. Play us out, Jim. All right. Play us out. Fact. Oh, yeah. Look at that sweet video. News about his kingdom holy we proclaim. Others must they come to see truth from God's lessons and free. As they go strong, their voices they'll raise, joining with us to sing his praise.